Welcome back. This is Perspectives. You know, it's the show where a conversation about our many differences, how that conversation shows us how much more we have in common. And I'm Condice Presley, and I'm happy to welcome as our guest for this segment of the show, Ronnie Mabra. Ronnie is an Atlanta attorney. He is the founder of Mabra Law. And I'm happy just, first of all, to thank Ronnie for your philanthropy and how you continue to give to the community. I know that you were very, very active in the KISS 104.1 in our back to school backpack drive and activities. And then you are so generous that you also made a great contribution to the WSB TV channel to Stuff the Bus campaign where we collected nearly 6,000 backpacks and school supplies for more than 6,000 kids who are living in group homes, foster care, or temporarily experiencing homelessness. So first things first, welcome Ronnie to Perspectives and thank you for that. Thank you, glad to be here, Condice. So tell me about you. I, I always often ask our guests to share their story and I wanna know about you and your calling to the law. Um, I'm a good old Georgia boy, born and raised here, born on Peachtree Street at Piedmont Hospital and grew up on the south side of town down in Fedville, went to East Fed Elementary, Fed Middle School and Fed County High School. And I was a pretty good football player and, and pretty good in academics too as well. My father played for the Atlanta Falcons and my mother was an APS school teacher. So we had academics and athletics in the household and I had opportunity to go to Georgia Tech and play football. And after I graduated from tech and played for four years, I went on to law school at the University of Georgia. So I never left the state. And in growing up in a, a household where your mother's a school teacher and your father was a former professional athlete, NFL football player, uh, you had to do good in both, but my mother won all the arguments. So academics carried the day. So if, if you didn't make A's, you weren't getting on that football field. That's how I worked in my household. And it's been a pleasure to practice law here in the great state of Georgia. Of course, growing up in the 90s, you saw everyone heard of the OJ Simpson trial and you saw Johnny Cochran on TV looking sharp and, and fighting for justice and for his client. And so that left a, a deep and strong impression on me as a, a young child. And also my father talking about sports and contracts that also left an impression. And he said, I wish I had went to law school and become a lawyer. Uh, but my father was in the business world here in Atlanta. And he said, knowing the law and, and being, you know, well-versed in and legal principles will help you in the business world too. So those, those two people, you know, really had a strong impact on me. A lot of folks go to law school, but not everybody's really good at practicing the law. How did you know you were good at what you're doing? Ah, I'm a people's person. I love to help people. I love talking. I like to read. I like to write. And I knew this would be uh, a good field for me because in playing football, a coach used to say, we don't need all these locker room lawyers in here. You know, so uh, I was the one to always, you know, talk, get the team ready to go and pump them up and, you know, also talk about this isn't right. We need to do better. You know, this is professors doing this. So I always like standing up for what I felt was was wrong and, and wasn't right. 
And as, as Congressman John Lewis always talked about that good trouble, that was me. I was like, this doesn't sit right. This is not right. And, and here are the reasons why and making logical arguments and, and that's based in factual, you know, and, and statistics and data and backing up what you're saying. So people appreciated that. And he's like, Hey, you're going to be a lawyer. You're going to be a good lawyer at that. <laughs> so going back to football, uh, Ronnie, what position did you play on the field? Uh, I played strong safety on the football field. I apologize for that, that ring. And I don't know if that showed up, but on the football field, I played strong safety. Uh, when I got to Georgia tech on the defensive side, my father was a, a cornerback. And so I played in the secondary as a safety, but all throughout my childhood, I was a running back and I decided to, to go to the defensive side when I got to college. And uh, it was fun. I, I could run the ball and also I could tackle. And I decided to switch sides when I got to Georgia Tech. Our law firm worked on the NFL concussion cases. And so we sort of had a new paradigm shift from old school to new school where it was, you know, tough back in the old days to, you know, get your head rung or your bell rung and have your head in on tackles. But a lot of things have changed since then. And that's because of the law and because of lawyers. And so they teach people how to tackle in a, in a different way and removing your head. And so the, the progress of the game of football, you can't remove all, you know, potential bad hits, but we can also progress the game into it's a, in a safer, in a, a safer category and lessen those type of hits and impacts. Philanthropy is very important to you. I know about the work that you're doing in the community. Is, is that where it came from? Your parents instilled that importance of, of giving to the community in you? Yes, absolutely. My, my parents at the dinner table and not just talking about it, but actually showing me uh, my father, after he got done playing in the NFL for the Falcons, he became a, a union member, a union representative with United Food and Commercial Workers. So I grew up in a, a household in which we supported unions, we supported team, family, uh, honor, integrity, standing up for, you know, the workers. He explained all that to me. And so that's sort of how my upbringing in it and it left a, a lasting impression on me. And so fighting for, you know, workers, the people who are trying to make a living, who are out there, you know, just, you know, trying to provide for their family and not being treated the right way. And my father says, you got to have people to stand up for them. And so I wanted to stand in the gap and be the one to, to fight for workers, for people, you know, who aren't being treated right. And so, and, and giving back to the community, that's part of it. And so my father was always involved, you know, wherever he was, you know, whether it was around the Metro Atlanta area, South Georgia, North Georgia, he was always around, whether it was politically, whether it's a community event, whether it's our neighbor's fish fry, but just talking with people and just being out there to say, hey, I'm here, call me if you ever need anything, I want to help you out. Are there lessons, Ronnie, that you learned on the football field that you've applied in the courtroom? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I use a lot of football analogies, you know, with my employees and here at the office. And even when I go in the courtroom, because growing up here in the South, you know, the, the is, is, is three main things you, you got, you know, your faith, you know, and then you got your family and then you got football. Those are the top three things. And then we'll throw food in there somewhere around. Uh, but, you know, talking about football, 
and and doing that for so many years as a young child, you know, through elementary, middle school and high school, you, you learn a lot of things. And, and the big thing is working hard uh, and and not, you know, taking the shortcut and, and just that work ethic and to, to be the best and not just for you, for your teammates uh, and, and for your teammates or your family and sticking up for them, helping them to, to get better, explaining them. And so I, I went to church growing up and, you know, they taught you the Lord's prayer, but I really learned the Lord's prayer when we were in the locker room before the games and you grab your, the hands of your teammates and you lock arms and you kneel down and you say the Lord's prayer before you go out to play in your football game. And so that's where you feel it and you understand it and you learn it at church, but you really feel it and understand it when you touch, you know, your brothers. And that means a lot. And that comes out and how we work for our clients today, you know, their family, and we want to go to bat for them. We want to do everything that's possible possible to make sure that they achieve justice. What made you decide to hang out your own shingle? Yeah, well, growing up in a family where you have several entrepreneurs uh, before you, my parents were entrepreneurs. They started their own business. They left an example for me to, to follow. And they always talked to me about, you know, it's good to, to work for someone, but you also want to be a part of the community and helping create jobs. And even when we I got into politics, it was all about, hey, we need more small businesses. That is sort of the fabric of Georgia and not just Georgia, but our country. Small businesses provide those jobs in the community. It's good to have the Apple and the Microsofts and Googles, the big companies that we hear about, but we also need the mom and pop, the small business, the boutique that's on Main Street, you need to have those type of opportunities for people in the community. And so my parents did a good job by not just talking to me about being an entrepreneur and, and starting your small business, your own firm or your own business, but they, they led by example by doing it themselves. What kind of situations do you help people with? What are the some of the most common concerns people come to you with? When I started out, I was taking any and everything, you know, just, just want to get in the courtroom and someone showed up with a, a family law matter, a, a, a ticket, a criminal case, personal injury, and I was taking it all, you know, to pay the bills. But we narrowed our focus down and we handle car wreck cases and we just got really, really good at those over the years. And that is our bread and butter. So we under the category of personal injury law and we do handle other cases outside of, and I'll say car wrecks because you have premises liability cases, uh, but our bread and butter are car wrecks and we see thousands of those a year and we help out a lot of people and I'm really proud of our staff and our attorneys here they do an amazing job they make me look good and it, we really you know do a good job in helping people well with all of the roads and all of the traffic in Atlanta I guess there is no shortage of people who are in need of assistance to what degree does someone involved in an accident need to retain the services of someone like you I would say they need to retain an attorney at any time. There's an old saying that you sort of hear in law school and, and lawyers always talk about that says a lawyer that represents himself has a fool for a client. And so if lawyers 
you know, who know the law and represent other people, if they represent themselves, then they have a fool as a client, then it's like, that's not a good idea. So anyone that's not well-versed in the law and is not a lawyer, they really need to, you know, attain legal services, speak with a lawyer at least and see what their rights are. You do not want to sleep on your claims. You do not want to deny your rights. You know, speak with an attorney. It's free. It doesn't cost you anything to, to call us. And we're here to help. And so if it's a case in which we can help you out, the lawyer will let you know. We're, we're glad to receive calls about clients that have been involved in car wrecks. Of course, we represent people who've been injured. And it might be anything from they have, you know, cervical, lumbar, thoracic in their back, you know, sprain strains uh, to someone you know, dying in a car wreck. We've handled small injuries to, you know, catastrophic injuries. So, but you want to know your rights. Uh, we work on a contingency fee, which means you don't have to pay anything out of pocket. If, if you have a case and the attorney is willing to take it, then you don't have to pay anything. We'll fight for you. And once there's a recovery, we're paid on the back end. So it costs you nothing to have someone stand up for you and fight for you. And so that's the big thing we want your listeners to know is that, hey, if you've been injured in a car wreck and it's not your fault, call us. It doesn't hurt. It doesn't you know, cost you anything. It only helps you. Does it surprise you, Mr. Mabra, that most people are unaware of their rights in situations like that, as well as others. Yeah, yeah, people just don't know. I mean, and let's let's be honest and talk about it. You don't wake up and say, hey, today is the day I'm gonna get in a car wreck. People don't go out and get in car wrecks, so they're not gonna do research about car wrecks and, and see what their rights are. No one wants to be in a car wreck, so why would you even look up a car wreck, you know? So you don't wanna bring that, that ill will or that bad feeling on you. So, but if you are in a car wreck, call someone, call Mabra Law, that's what we do each and every day. We handle people who've been injured in a car wreck and make sure that they're feeling better. They get the treatment that they need and that their rights are protected and that they're properly compensated for their injuries and pain and suffering. And so it, it, the system is set up, you know, for you to have your rights enforced and for everyone to have access to justice. Don't deny your rights and don't say, well, I can't afford an attorney. I don't like attorneys. Don't make those, you know, those little reasons not to call and talk yourself out of it. Give us a call. We're, we're great people. We're part of the community and we want to help. You've told me that your dad played in the NFL, also for the Falcons, small businessman, your mom, an educator. Tell me about the causes that you care about. Where do we see you active in philanthropic efforts in our community? Well, giving back, using my you know, talents, using my, as they say, your, your tent, you know, and just giving back to the community. I served as a state representative for a few terms down at the Georgia House of Representatives. I love giving back. Of course, I'm trained in the law as a lawyer, and we need more lawyers down at the Georgia General Assembly because the Georgia legislature, they make laws. That's where our state laws come from under the gold dome. And a lot of people don't realize that, but we have very few lawyers down there. And they're in the lawmaking business, but you don't have anyone that's trained in laws down there. And so we really want more lawyers down there I think I served my district and served my community and served my state very well. 
and, uh, you know, wanted to make them proud, but giving back to the community using what Georgia has given to me and giving that back. So my teachers, coaches, professors, uh, neighbors, they poured so much into me and they elected me. Uh, it's only fitting that I give back and use, you know, my, my knowledge and my training to help other people and, and not just with that, but also giving back financially. So we talk about, you know, the, you know, speaking and encouraging people and, and going out and talking to people, but it's also one thing to make sure it's tangible. And so if someone needs to be fed, not just talk about it, but help them get something to eat and make sure that they are fed, you know, give them water when they're thirsty. So some things are tangible, just like the back to school. You need idols. It's not just saying, hey, school is important. You need to do good in school. Yes, we get that. But I want to help you do well in school. I'm going to give you this backpack. I'm going to give you school supplies. I'm going to help with lunches. So it's, it's one thing to talk about, and we need the discussion, but it's also to, as we say, be about it and make sure that that rubber hits the road and they have those tangible things to be successful in the community. How proud have you made your parents? I hope very proud. Uh, I hope very proud. And so uh, I work hard each and every day. I always tell my clients that uh, my mother's right in Fayetteville. I was like, you ain't got to worry about me taking great care of you. I was like, hey, I do not want anyone running up into my mother at the grocery store on the milk aisle and saying, hey, your son and his law firm didn't treat me right. I was like, you're going to never have that happen. I told my mom. So we go above and beyond to make sure that our clients are taken care of. If there's someone in our audience who is listening and they could use your help, Ronnie, how do they go about contacting you? What do you recommend? Um, pick up the phone. We love to talk. We're a law firm, so they can contact us via phone. Of course, everyone uses the technology. Everyone goes online. And so you can go to our website, mabralaw.com. Uh, and it has all our phone numbers and emails there. You can email us. You got social media that you could contact us. So there's plenty of ways, but I know everyone uses the, the internet and that's where you go. And so mabralaw.com and that's M-A-B as in boy, R-A law.com. Ronnie Mabra of mabralaw.com. Thank you again for being such a generous community servant. Thank you for the help that you provide people who, you know, you see folks on their worst day and you help them make it a better day. So that is a wonderful way to be. And yeah, I'm sure your folks are super proud of you. Thank you, Condes. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to give back. It's a pleasure to serve. This is home. My clients are family and the community is my family. I'm always going to be here to help. Thank you. Thank you. Perspectives is a community and public affairs program produced with you in mind. If there's a guest or an issue you'd like to hear me explore, I hope you'd let me know. The easiest way to connect with me is on social media. Just slip me a DM or send me a message. Search Condes Presley on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. And yeah, I know you're asking, how do you spell Condes? C-O-N-D-A-C-E. And Presley has two S's. That's P-R-E-S-S-L-E-Y. Friends, I appreciate your listening. Be sure to listen again next week at this same time as we explore new perspectives. Don't